We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This be an addition to that. Christian, you are my dog. Oh, my I God. I was a loner. Uh, first we were one, then we then we were, then we, were, we were two, two. Two wolves in the pack. And then we found Mego. And then we found Mego. <laughs> and we walked the streets of Vegas yeah. looking cocaine and hookers. <laughs> Strippers and cocaine. Oh, man. So were there two of us? There were two of us in the wolf pack. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what it feels like. Uh, outstanding. You want to do sports? You want to take more? Yeah, let's, let's, let's take an emotional break and do sports. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Let's take a, let's take a, like a timeout. Okay. You can still call in if you want. Okay. If you're nervous about the game, if you want to, you know, whatever. You have a funny story about Lou. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a couple out there. Um, let's do this. So, Pats, Raiders, Sunday. Looking at this little uh, odd chart, 538, they do like the predictions going into the game. Patriots' chances of making the playoffs, 39%. Now, it's cool because if I hit this little button and I say they beat the Vegas Raiders, it jumps to 58 does that seem high to you? Like, do they know what the remaining schedule looks like? Or is it just like a game-by-game game basis? But So according to this, <laughs> if they if they beat the Las Vegas Raiders, yep. who seem to can't get out of their own way, especially late in games, 58% chance of making the playoffs. Um, I don't, like, why does that, so think about that. So they're 7-6 and six right now, they'd be 8-6, and six, with three games left to play. And also, you also got to be thinking about what the other teams, so... Everybody, so there's what those three teams fighting for that last spot, that seventh seed, and it's between you, it's between uh, the Chargers, it's between the Jets, and I think that's it. Yeah, like, that's unless, it. unless the Dolphins fall. We mixed well, in I the, mean, Dolphins. the Dolphins could screw things up. The Dolphins may be may may open things up. Here's the thing: Saturday know? night, Miami is at Buffalo. Going into Sunday, the Dolphins very easily could be eight and six. I think they will be eight and six, and you're seven and six. You know, you beat Vegas Raiders. Now, the Jets, the Jets have the Detroit Lions this week. No Mike White. Did you guys see that? Yeah. yeah. He's out. It was breaking yesterday. We were talking about it. Like, is it, what is, is it gonna Zach be? Wilson. Here he is. Is starting. The biggest douche of the universe <laughs> in all the galaxies. The captain, the Mount Douchemore. Yeah. This guy here. Is going to be the quarterback for the Jets against the Lions, who are on fire. Plants his flag firmly once again. By the way, still will make the playoffs. The Detroit Lions. They will beat. the Okay. Jets. All right. So now no, the Chargers this... have Tennessee. They're at home against Tennessee. Another another very difficult game for them as well. You want you really you you just want Tennessee to, to they're going to make it to the playoffs because their division is so bad. Uh, but you but you do need them to do you a solid. They need to knock the Chargers down as much as possible. So what? And if you do beat the Raiders. Those next three games, 
like just provides you a cushion, right? Like it's, so it's not necessarily a must win. I think if they can beat the Raiders and the and the and the Chargers lose and the Jets lose, you have three weeks to make it happen. It's gonna listen. It's gonna end exactly how the NFL wants it to happen. Like just complete chaos. People scrambling like crazy to find a position. That last seventh spot really is the only spot available. And the interesting thing that last week Miami plays the Jets and you play Buffalo. So you got a tough, obviously, game with Buffalo. Those two are playing each other. The Chargers are at Denver. So I'm just saying, if it comes down to that final week, no, but this game is this this game to me huge. is almost like the gateway into the playoffs. If you can beat them, I think you can navigate it's the only path. three games. It's the only path because imagine if you lose that game, now you're back to 500. Now you really got to win two out of the three. You lose that game, or, you're down to 21 percent chance. Or of you just, the you get a lot of help. Right, or you're going to have to like so all the other teams. Like if everyone keeps losing, then so what? It doesn't matter. Like if every if so if the, the Jets keep losing and the Chargers keep losing, hell maybe the, maybe the Dolphins make it interesting and they keep losing, right? So there's I feel like there's a there's a so 58 percent chance if they beat the the the, mm-hmm. the Raiders is is about as good a scenario as you can come up with. How about this, Mago? Best case scenario, obviously you win. Mm-hmm. Miami loses, Jets lose, Tennessee lose. Seventy three percent chance. If that happens, you win. Those other three teams lose. You're tied with the Dolphins at what eight and six. The other two teams are seven and seven. Now you've swept, you know the Jets. So all of a sudden now you got a, a game lead, a game and a half lead, right? Because you, you beat them already head to head. Chargers have an easier schedule, but still, you seventy two percent. So you can walk out here seventy three percent chance of winning if everything goes perfect for you. Because I do think the Jets and Miami lose. Chargers, I don't know. See. I mean, I guess I'll just give away my my prediction now. You think the Jets and the Chargers lose? Yeah, I think the Patriots lose. Oh boy, that's that's where that's where I mean. I think I think oh, that I think the chaos. No, I got the drum. I think the chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm taking that with me too. I think the <laughs> see, see what I mean? It's all this stuff is coming it. with me. Get Come ready with for me. the drum, yeah, uh, Gresh. Grab, get and ready the body for oil. it. Yep, <laughs> and the real sexy, slow, you know, suggestive music, Gresh. Here I come, baby. I'm going to make you love me. I'm going to make you love me. <laughs> make you love me. Mago's getting weird. I thought we were doing sports. <laughs> yeah. It's getting weird. Oh, yeah. It's the music. It's getting weird. No, right? So Games if, everything. If, if, the, if the Jets you lose and the Chargers lose and, and you lose, like, everyone's going to be back in the same position. Right. And that's what I think it's going to look like. I think that this team matches up really poorly against the Raiders. Like, even just thinking back to where they were in the preseason and seeing them out there. They, it it was messy then, and I know that these are different teams at this point. But I just, I, I'm with you, Christian. I I don't I don't think this is like yeah. an easy win. This no, isn't a I layup by it. any means. It's not just Josh Maybe, you McDaniels. You called this two weeks ago when you said they're going to beat Arizona, but I don't know what you called it. Fool's gold. Fool's gold. That they were going to find fool's gold in Arizona, and I don't even know if they found that. <laughs> they found well, they got a W. They found a W. Speaking of, like, the Raiders, and, and uh, you guys don't think this is a good matchup for them, but I'm so positive. <laughs> I believe in the Patriots. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl because that's the new me. Um, Dan Orlovsky, we had him on uh, Wednesdays at 3 o'clock. That will continue to be on this show at 3 o'clock, so he's an outstanding guest. You should listen to him. Talked about some of the things the Patriots are going to have to change if they think they can beat this Raiders team. The biggest thing is this, and I can tell you guys this, you know, on Wednesday, if they think that they are going to line up and play shotgun football and ask those two tackles to just play drop-back pass protection versus those two freakazoids, 
<laughs> and for the Raiders, specifically Max Crosby, they won't win oh, the game. Well, I got a better idea. There you go. Christian had a great idea. What was your idea? <laughs> yeah, uh, let, let, the, let the tight end block him one-on-one. Oh, one-on-one. Oh, yeah. I got an idea. Hey, bootleg away from him, okay, and then allow, allow him to set up and block alone. You know what's a great play to counter two very aggressive defensive ends to slow them down? Mm, screens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, screens. Am I wrong? Uh, who's so- got any ideas? Any ideas? <laughs> These guys are psychopaths. Yeah, guys, this is the game plan. They're like, when does the game plan come out? Like, Christian, like, when, when do the guys look at it? Wednesday morning. Be, Wednesday morning. Wednesday so, like, morning. Red Zone's later on, whatever it is, yeah, right? Yeah, Red Zone is uh, Friday. You said you always look at the game plan sometimes, Megan, and you'd be like, why am I not involved? Like, yeah. why, why? you got to be kidding me. They open it up Wednesday morning, and Mac Jones <laughs> sees the first 15 scripted plays. Yeah. What's everybody doing today? In He's five like, of the you... first seven, there's screens. Yeah. He just screen F-bombs, F-bombs yeah. everywhere. Guys, we got to slow down Crosby and Chandler Jones. Yeah. we got we got to slow down the guys on the edge. <laughs> and the best way, we got chip release. We'll go, we'll go screen, fake a screen to the right, throw it back to the left. He's, then we'll fake one to the left and throw it back to the right. We might do a triple fake. Fake to the right, fake to the left, go back to the right. But see, what, what you guys are, are missing is that the screen works because the, 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 the defenders, the rushes, they think it's a pass. He's two-gapping, and you're getting the beneficiary of getting the uh, tackle. Yeah. And then in 3-4, they're moving him outside. So, yeah, thank you, guys. Oh, I love that. We mock the screens because there was a ridiculous number in the last game. But Christian, yeah. what else can what can they block? That's what the thing. What can they do? That is the thing. Like, they, we they, mock they, it. They can't. We mock it. But there's no creativity from the play caller, and they're playing safe, and what can they do? No, well, that's that's why, like, on Monday, uh, even after a win, and we were all bitching about all the screens, I was like, I just don't know what they're even capable of doing. You almost say, listen, hey, uh, you almost respect them for committing to running that many screens. That's the only thing that you can block. Like, that's it. It's just surface level, you know, uh, play calling 101. And and then to the point that we talked about earlier, they weren't blitzing. They weren't blitzing. So they're so the, so they ran what twelve screens, and it was like an average of like four point something yards per mm. pass, and it wasn't even like really significant. It's just an extension of the run game. But I just like I just don't know if they have any other recourse. If they can't block like a normal pass protection mega, I don't know what they're really going to call. So this is right out of practice out of Las Vegas. Uh, Jacoby Myers and Ramondre Stevenson were both active in the media access portion of practice. Mm-hmm. Stevenson is, you know, I, I don't know what Damian Harris's most updated availability for this game is, but I think you need Stevenson's back out there. Without Parker, do you feel like this game is that different with Jacoby Myers active? As long as Jacoby Myers is active. Do you feel like no. it makes that big of a difference? No, I'm saying, like, do you feel like Jacoby Myers is an enormous difference maker in how the offense is going to work? I do. Yes. Really? I do. Especially oh, yeah. with no Parker. Because I feel like it has I been like Parker, Myers then Parker as far as preference. You lose them so both? after watching the Cardinals game, I feel like, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I feel like Parker say it. is a bigger loss than Jacoby Myers. Oh, Going wow, into this that is game, a drum. can't keep it that because is- it's something different. <laughs> you can take it with you. You can take it with it's you. Mine. I'll gift you that. Let me give. Uh, let's go to one call before we take a break. Let's go to Edwin and Revere. Go ahead, Edwin. Hey uh, guys, uh, Christian, um, Luke, Mego. I just want to congratulate you for the great show for this year. And actually, my daughter who listens with me on my uh, way home every afternoon. 
ask me to call you and say thank you and wish you the best. Thank you. Thank you, Edwin. Make you, sure Edwin. you pass that along to her, too. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. We had a lot of fun. It's funny. You hear from these people, and it's like, good God. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes you don't even realize it. We just do our show. People talk about, like, how, like, you know, guy's in the car with his kids and loved the one he called in. And, and uh, so we just, I just want you guys to know we appreciate Sorry you out there listening to us. Sorry for all the stuff we said. <laughs> yeah. Like your kids in the car. Oh, Jesus. I know. Sometimes <laughs> I do think about it. Like, let's say you're picking up your kids from school at, like, 2.30, 2.45, 3, depending oh, on what no. kind of school they go to. Yeah. Every time I say something like like the poop story when I was getting drug tested, yeah. how would that play out with somebody's kid? Or you pooping in your suitcase yeah. and leaving it there yeah. for weeks? Yeah. Did anyone ever say to their parents, well, foyer did it? Yeah. What's the big problem? All right. Listen, when we come back, we'll do more sports. We'll still mix in some of your calls as well. We appreciate all of them. Um, we talk so much about Mac Jones and how he feels about going up against Josh McDaniels. What do you think Matt Patricia's thinking right now? We'll do a little bit of that next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Like your jams, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie to you. Um... How do you think Matt Patricia feels going into this game? All right, so I think this is the uh, – as far as games go, as far as, like, prep go, like, you know, anticipation, you know, anxiety, ga- games that give you a lot of anxiety, guys. You know, forget about the, oh, we can't block this defense end. Oh, this cornerback is more awesome. more pressure on Matt Patricia in this game than there has been all year? Uh, and I would say in any game that he has ever coached, at any game that he has been as a head coach, as a defensive coordinator, I feel like this game, this game tomorrow, Sunday at 4 o'clock is probably the most, um, probably, uh, I wouldn't say important, right? But I, because I, I feel like it's the most stressful, anxiety-ridden games that he's ever been in his life for a couple different reasons. One being the one thing they asked that you want to talk about, like who's on the other side calling offensive plays. Josh McDaniel looks like, across the field. And sees yeah, Josh like he, when he's not even, yeah, he's like he's sitting there watching his his team, and because you know, it's not a defense coordinator, he can actually watch it. And with everything that has gone over the last two to three weeks, specifically, the team kind of like recognizes that they have to jump in. You know, a lot of pressure on him. A Thursday night game against Buffalo. I want you guys to come back in on Friday. 
okay, four games left in the entire season and to make the playoffs. Like, I feel like he's probably not even sleeping. I bet he's, I bet he throws up before this game. Like, it's like one of those games where, like, you're just, you can't keep it in because you're so nervous. You're yep. so nervous and uptight, you throw up. How does he not have an ulcer right now? Oh, yeah, that's like, an seriously, ulcer. Seriously, yeah. Actually, even better. I mean, the level of stress and anxiety oh, this man yeah. is under. And it's not his fault. Being on this, yeah. it's not that's his my fault. point. Just, you can't do the job. He's not that's, good at it. And, and that's However, why. However, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is one of the last remaining games that is actually winnable for you. I'm not saying it's it's an easy win at all. Like, I really do think that this team matches up poorly, especially to something that you've brought up, Christian. Like, we've kind of glossed over where we left off this Raiders team. We talked about it last week. That putrid loss that they had against the Rams yeah. with the final two minutes with Baker Mayfield going down. Yeah. And whether it was Josh McDaniels doing the okay of, of his players being so loosey-goosey with the dumbass penalties that they had and then having the press man coverage the very, very last drive and letting the quarterback who came into Los Angeles like, I don't know, 72 hours before, if that, score on you. Bad. And then, like, they're coming off a really bad place. They have nothing else to lose. Like, they have, they're playing with nothing to lose, the, the Raiders. Yeah. And that is a team you don't want to see. I think we actually have some live footage of Maddie getting ready for this game right now. <laughs> That's just him. That's him getting ready for this. That's just him. Just okay. Because really, (laughs) you got to let it all out. I feel like they're let it out, Matt. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yes, this is it. This is it. I I know you're just a jag. Yeah, you're just a jag. As a small example, take yourself back to last Sunday. uh, Last Sunday night when they or was it Monday night? I don't remember. Sunday night or Monday night? Monday night. Yeah, take me back to Monday night. Where uh, at the end of the game, he's sitting down, and he's just not really charting any plays. He's not really game plan or anything like the game's over, and you can just and here comes and here comes uh, uh, Mac Jones with a big you know hug you know and it's awkward too because he's sitting down and he kind of has to get up and he fake smiles. I can see the stress on his face. Yeah, he's I breathing for the first time yeah, in like, three hours. Like, okay, okay, it looked ugly. It was terrible, but we won. So okay, that gives me another week to figure this thing out. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's you know it's so much about like oh Mac Jones looking across wishing he had Josh and, and then looking at Patricia and being like uh I was thinking like about Matt Patricia last night just look like going into this game this is like so when you look at it like the Patriots a lot of people feel like they should win this game right I mean the Raiders are a mess now they're getting Waller back and maybe Renfro back but Renfro hasn't been himself anyways but still mm-hmm. it's it's a team that has potential to definitely a team beat that has you. talent yeah to definitely beat you. But the reason why this is like the most pressured game, obviously, is not just Josh, but it's a game that you should win. Like you know, I, I don't think if if you win this game, I don't feel you guys would. Would you guys feel a ton of pressure playing the Bengals at home? No, no. It's it was kind of like the Jets game, that second Jets game. You got to win this game. Now going into Minnesota and then playing Buffalo, you're like, uh, okay, you beat the Jets, but this team's probably better than you. So like this game here, you should win. If you if you had just crap straightened out, you should win it. You think? Here's uh, well, the, just think I don't no, know. But more so, that, like next week, if they lose to the Bengals, we're gonna be like, you, you should they, lose to the Bengals. If they win this yeah. game and yep. lose out, we'll sit there and say, yeah, because the other teams yep. are maybe better. But this team, yep. you should go down there and win. Here's the thing, and I think I saw uh, 
God Chow bring this up yesterday that uh, if the Raiders take an early lead, I think you're really effed. I think you are really effed because the fatal flaw or one of them of this Raiders team is how often they've been up double digits going into the second half and just completely blown those leads. But the Patriots are in no way a team that can build a comeback. Like they are a classic front runner turn that you love. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they can't come back. They cannot. They don't have the offense. I, I agree. But the Rams, like what, 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 that was that, just that bad. offense is like they, they got not, they had Baker Mayfield there for three days like Van mm-hmm. Joe Jefferson who was like a good number three but like they they didn't have anything either it's like no no L A Ram fan that watched them that team for like twelve weeks sat there and said they can come back and win this football game right I mean maybe mm-hmm. the Baker Mayfield made you feel it differently so I agree with you hundred percent I don't think this team can do that but then I saw the Rams do it. And I'm like, well, well, I would say that's yeah. that's a that's an extreme example of an outlier. Like that, it is will never happen again. Nobody it was feels arrogant. Although it did ra- happen like a few days before with Tom Brady, the same exact thing, the same exact score. Yeah, but it's Tom Brady. I know, but yeah, it's so, weird. but it's, but we it's say more it's likely. An no, 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 it's an outlier. It's very it, weird. It happened no, twice. If in you one week. if you look at the whole situation with the Rams, he gets cut by the Panthers. He's it's a Thursday night game. He signs on a Tuesday. They have one day to install. He comes in there. They play. The, they actually everything has to go right. They play the one coverage, um, in this situation that he can actually doesn't need a playbook. It's press man with no safety help. They do it twice, so they get away with it in the first catch with Skoronek, who makes this unbelievable catch. Yep. and they do it again. And the guy they have covering Van Jefferson is an undrafted free agent playing press man with no help. You, you know, a high school kid can make that throw. So that's my point. Look, Tom Brady doing is like, well, it's Tom Brady. This situation, this will never happen again in the history of football. I think one of the major questions is similar to after watching that Raiders-Rams game is going back to what we saw with the Arizona game. Like, can they out-dumb you? I know I said that last week, but just thinking about how undisciplined and scatterbrained Josh's team is, and he's a first-year head coach, okay. Like, I think he will be okay. Like, he, because of financial reasons... At least he's going to have to stay on in Las Vegas next season. I don't think they would have brought him and Dave Ziegler in if it wasn't at least, you know, a moderately long-term plan to see what he could do over two, three seasons. This season has gone just about as poorly as it could, at least from the start. Uh, But I feel like it's going to be Belichick trying to find the buttons he can push and figure out the dumb aspects of Josh's team. We had a stat last night. I did NBC Boston. I think it was. I want to say the number is six and ten. Belichick is six and ten versus former, you know, coaches, assistants, or whatever it is, right? Which is n- not good when you think of Bill Belichick's record. You know what I mean? So and you try to figure out like why is that? Like why is Josh McDaniels' Denver Broncos beat the Patriots? Why does Matt Patricia's Detroit Lions beat the Patriots? Like, you could say Tennessee was up and coming. We didn't know about it, you know, in Vrabel. Then you got Flores. They lose to Miami all the time down there. But still, they controlled them, like, three out of four. So it's – what would what would that be? Like, how do you even explain that? Is it familiarity with Bill's style that gives you the advantage? Like, does Josh have an advantage going up against Bill? The numbers would say that he does. Well, he knows the personnel probably better than anybody does, right? He knows their defensive personnel better. So that's that's an asset. 
Uh, he so I would say you know, but overall, I mean, listen, they have they have enough uh, footage and you know games to watch. Where I think even if they didn't know, them, they could understand it. The key is the personnel. That's what I think the biggest asset is. Like it's obvious what they do and how they attack certain things. He's smarter than people give him credit for. So I think that's not the problem. You know, uh, and I also think the asset is, you know, uh, Josh McDaniel's understanding of Matt Patricia and what he's trying to do. Like, and just that, just, you know, what, what, when he would take a chance, when he would not take a chance. You know, so I think you look at it and you're like, all right, so the, the, the Raiders' offense is obviously better than the Patriots' offense. And then you go, well, the, you know, the, the Raiders' defense isn't great, but hell, the Patriots' offense sucks. So who's got the advantage there? You know, and, th- and let's assume you get Waller back and you get Renfro back. Yeah. yeah I, I, now what? I always wonder, like, I always feel like Bill Belichick. Remember that one thing? What was it? I forget what year it was. It was like, Jesus, if they take away Moss deep and Welker underneath, we can't move the football. Like that quote. Yeah. And I wonder if he always kind of has that, like shares it with his coaches, because that's what you do. You sort of sit there and say, okay, defensively, this is what we're going to do. And we're going to hope that the what when we do this, he knows the weakness of everything. When we do this, we are weak right here. But if we get to the quarterback enough, he won't even see it. Or, you know, we can mask it, even though, like, so you always know what your weakness is. Like, if Bill would attack his own offense or his own defense, I think he would know how to attack it. Because it would just be like, this is, we're putting these guys in position. It's like, it's like you know, a hitter, it's just sort of like, I'm looking outside, I'm susceptible to a fastball in on the two strikes. If I know that enough, I'll, that's, that's where I go to you, because I play with you for years. And, and I wonder if he shares that to the coaches to the point where, like, it's like, yeah, I know, when he calls this, I know what that weakness is. Well, when they run this play, I, I I know the one you know the one defense. Hopefully, they don't run this defense against this type of offense because that would shut us down. Like, I wonder if that information is is you know with some of these ex coaches that inside stuff because six and ten. I mean, the guy's record is ridiculous. Well, and, and if it's, it's six and ten versus coaches. I I think if it's going to be an advantage for anyone, it's definitely going to be McDaniel's because McDaniel's even recently has spoken about how much Bill like walked him from between when he was out in Denver to when he left after last season, how much he walked him through every aspect of what he does with the team from the way he drafts, the way he operates in free agency, the way he coaches day to day and on game day. Like McDaniels has a fuller picture, I think, of that than a lot of somebody like Brian Flores, Mm. who had a lot of respect from Bill Belichick, certainly. But I think McDaniels was like really a lot closer than some of these other coaches that he's faced. Let's go to a full call. We'll go to Scott and Shrewsbury real quick on the Pats. Go ahead, Scott. Uh, hi, folks. Whatever pronoun you want me to call you by. Um, That's good. So, oh, good. Okay. So, I think I, I don't think it's all that hard to, to figure out whether Patriots are going to make it, at least from my point of view. I figure nine team, you're going to get a nine-win team out of the ones that are left. Somebody's going to get to nine. So, they need nine, and let's give them the advantage and say, okay, guys, you beat Oakland. If you are sorry, Vegas. If you add it, if you just look game by game, you can't really tell yourself that you think you have even a good chance in any of the games. Right. We're going to lose to the Dolphins. We should lose to Cincy even more, and Buffalo completely. I mean, they, we last time they played us, it was like child's play. It's like they were taking it easy on us. And so, I agree with no, that. There's, yeah. no, there's no way they're going to make it. I, you know, forget what the other teams are doing and who might beat who and what. We're going to win. I hope this next game. And that's it. Season's over. You know? Thanks, Scott. I appreciate it. And I think that's kind of realistic. I think when you really think about it, like they need to win this game to stay in it. And then at eight and six, you got to find a way, way to win one of them. Yeah, I can confirm that. You, you got right. You got to find a way to either beat Cincinnati, beat Miami, beat Buffalo. 
you got to find a way. you got to get to nine because the tiebreaker over the Jets helps you. You know what I mean? And then you still got to worry about what the Chargers do. But you got to get to nine. You got to beat one of those last three teams. You got to go two and two. You know, this is just funny. Uh, I don't so know if you can. Ryan just sent me this right uh, about like. Uh, Ryan sent you something funny. No, well, it's interesting. The, the record is six and ten. So actually, uh, well, yeah, actually, yeah, actually, actually. actually. but that I just, you know, he said he's told me too that that's kind of deceiving. No, 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 no. But all I all that all I see. So I, he's got all the coaches right, and the only thing I see is Ma, is Matt Patricia one and zero against Bill. Yeah, it's like. Out of all the guys to beat you, out of all the coaches, this is the one that beat you. Well, the funny thing is, is like that number he sent it was since 2018. I think it. Look, it's an interesting way to look at what the former Patriots have done against Bill Belichick. But to say it's former coaches, guys that have learned under Bill Belichick, it's a little misleading because Mike Vrabel, Cliff Kingsbury, and Kevin O'Connell were never on this staff. Right. But that's where I think that Josh McDaniels has such an upper hand on this. But if it's only 2018, I thought this was a thing that went back a long, long time. Mangini. Oh, this is just the last sixteen McDaniels. games. McDaniel's. McDaniel's the first, first time. time. It's actually, like worse. Mangini. Like like uh, what's his name? The defensive Romeo. Guy. Romeo Crennel. I don't think he's ever beaten Bill though. Mangini beat him when he was in Cleveland. Yeah, that was the uh, what's his name? The the guy that ran for two hundred yards. The big fullback that looked like guy. Mike. Alst- that might look like Who's Mike that? Alstat. Peyton Hillis. Peyton yeah, Hillis. Right, so right. that Another goes back to that. Back. And also in New York. So this like that since two thousand and eighteen. You could question whether you want to consider Cliff Kingsbury or O'Connell. Vrabel, an ex coach, but this has been going on for some time. Like Brian Flores, two and four. Mm. Like that's, that's, the, I mean, these, these numbers are Bill O'Brien, one and one. Mike Vrabel, one and two. And Josh McDaniels has already done it once before. Yeah. 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 I don't know if it's, it's, it's just the, the only teams aren't better than their team. You know, I mean, you could say that Vrabel's were at times. So maybe. even, even when you talk about, okay, who's, it's the battle of the, uh, mm. of the, the dumbest team, right? It's, it's like one of those things, the battle of the dunces, call it that. Even with penalties, so the Patriots, uh, what is it, the, the, the Raiders have, what, 86 penalties, and I think the Patriots have 80. They get mm. that right, Ryan? So yes. it's not like a huge discrepancy. They're both, they both are um, guilty of doing the same thing. Like both teams, sure, the Raiders may have more penalties. It doesn't matter. Anything over 80, anything over 70 is pretty embarrassing. Let me go to a call real quick. Let's go to Bob, Rob, rather, in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Rob. Hello, 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 hello. How are you all? We're good, pal. Thank you. Um, I, I, this, I, okay, I was cooking and trying to wait for the line. Uh, I got a couple things. Uh, I, I, I've been to the shows back with Tim Benz. That's how far back I go. Yep. Christian, my nickname for you is DJ Dunsky. <laughs> I stayed up all night with you through your 25 or 25. You, nice. Lou, wow. Lou, Lou and Christian, your wives are absolutely beautiful. Um, uh, Mego, I love you. Uh, your boyfriend uh, is lucky to have such a wonderful girlfriend. Um, I have two, two sort of quick jokes. They're both very good. Well, they're clean. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Mego, Mego, how, 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 when does Mego, there's a couple of ways you can introduce it. When does Mego become a spice girl? Ooh, I don't know when. This is a, this is a reference. When she gets angry. Because what's her nickname when she gets angry? Uh, uh, angry Mega. No, 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 no. Uh, no? Nutmeg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank I like you. it. Okay, I like it. Good. Dad jokes. Okay. Give me another one. You had another one. What's the next I got, one? I got my, I'm talking to your dad. My final thing, and it goes to Christian Arcan. Yeah, Christian Arcan. Uh, the very first time I ever called EEI, uh, the person who answered was Christian Arcan. So I lost my uh, call-in virginity to Christian Arcan. Uh, and, and the funny part is. I wish he hadn't said it like that. 
What's that? You lost your virginity to Arcan. Got it. <laughs> and he was he was very gentle and kind, and I was glad I was scared at first, but I'm glad I called. Anyway, uh, the final part is uh, when I heard first heard Christian Arcan, I thought that was a a, a drug to help Christians when they overdosed. Oh, Rob, you're the best. I like the nutmeg one. Thank That's you, the one I like. I appreciate the best. it. Oh, Narcan, I get it. Narcan. Yeah. Yeah. Narcan. Narcan. That's good. Nutmeg. Dad Christian, jokes. why are they selling that lawn? <laughs> Who's going to sell their yard? Buy a yard sale. I thought it was talking to your dad. It's... Let me tell you another the yard sale. Yeah. I don't understand. Oh. Why would you sell your yard? I know. You get a little bit of a chuckle. He's like, wait, wait. Oh, I got one more. <laughs> right, no, you so don't. damn near killed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so listen, we've been talking the last few weeks about Mac Jones' performance. and now, You know what? Screw it. I don't want to do that right now. Let's do a quick little Celtics thing, shall we? Okay. Yeah. Got a big player coming yeah. back to the seas here today. Yeah. Let's give me some Rob Williams. We'll do that next. Celts, they're back in action. They got, uh, what do we got? Orlando Magic, correct? Really, the big story is that Shams broke it last night. Adrian Wojnarowski followed up shortly after those two just constantly competing with news. Rob Williams expected to be back in the lineup tonight against the uh, Orlando Magic. Yep. What are you guys feeling about that one? Well, no. I mean, it's great. I guess the main question is just how do they use them? How many minutes, That's, right? Well, I guess if I – okay, watching the game, a couple things I'm going to be looking for. Like, I will be looking for the limp. After every single time he jumps, you're going to see it. Uh, you know, and, oh no, that, I guess that's it. Will I see it though, man? Yeah, yeah, but will it be like really? a hobble? He can't. No, that's the point. He, they can't hobble. They can't play him if there's a hobble. If he goes up for the lob, which is his signature on the offensive side, dunks it, comes down. There's there's going to be a little hobble. We saw the hobble Ooh. in the playoffs. He's got to like, stop he it. He is hobble. hobble. The problem is, the hobble like, is it like uh, like a like a limp? Like I'm hurt? Is it just a b boy limp? Is it just part of his style? It's like a stinky leg. Yeah, it's just like... He's <laughs> dragging up the court. You know what I mean? Is it just like part of his style? Or is it real limp? You know what I mean? I if it's I'd be I'd feel better if it was just part of his new act, it's right? Just, it's like the pimp. It's the pimp limp, right? After he dumps just, it, nothing he's wrong just, with my leg. I'm just b boy. Yeah, limping. yeah. No, I, and then the other thing is just uh, you know I think Harf- Horford is back playing again, so I think that's there's no issues there. Fifteen minutes. I mean, I, I actually think we should do this. This should be a bet today that we that we uh, come back on Monday. And there needs to be one last bet. One chip challenge. One chip challenge. Final to show. End all like challenges. Over under? Yeah, over under 15 minutes. I think we need to do Williams. like an eggnog challenge. I'll do the, yeah, I don't want to do the chip. Actually. How about this? Whoever, yeah, the chip, the you chip know what? is done. Whoever loses Let's do has reward. to drink a 12 pack before the show's out. Oh, okay. We're not allowed to do <laughs> oh, that. I could, there's not a way I could drink a 12 oh, pack in a week. I lost. I couldn't drink a 12 pack in a week. If I drink a 12 pack, you'd send me to the hospital. Oh my God, I couldn't drink two. The little skinny ones or the, the old school big fat ones? It was, I, my, I had a college, my college roommate came down to see me because his son was playing basketball. Like, he's like, you know, prep school, whatever, and was down here for the first time from Connecticut. So we went out, and, and he's just like, what do we got? I said, I got a 30-pack of BLs, Bud Lights. That was just, that was just like I thought you were say BLLs, which no, is BLs. Bud Light Lights. AWSs? He's like, he's like, that's all I need to hear. So I literally Gym just went out and got like a 30-pack of Bud Light. He came over at 7.30. By, what, by 12.30, we were looking for other stuff in the house. To drink? Yeah. We just crushed a 30-pack. How could Maniacs. you drink that much beer? Bud Light. I know, but it is like mostly water. I know, but it's still filling your stomach. You got to know my college roommate. 
Well, you see, what I need to know is you thinking that you're back in college. Yeah, yeah, no, you drink the beer when you're done. You got to throw it up so it just lands, so that everybody knows that it's over. We just kept chucking beer. So you want? Like so let's do that. It's so like a on fest. Monday after we do the game, or maybe we'll the. Maybe, I feel like it should be a reward. Someone should get a reward. Okay, for getting it right, uh, I would set the over. Uh, let's call it a uh, 14 minutes and 20 seconds. I'm going under. Me too. Uh, 13 minutes and 15 seconds. No, the reason I'm going under because it's because it's the Orlando Magic, mm-hmm. and they're not they're not a good basketball team. So, why would he play in the fourth quarter? Just putting. He's going to start. He'll start the game. He'll his first uh, it's his like a first rehab shot, game. Four minutes. Four, four minutes in the in the first half. No, first quarter. Yeah, four, first five. quarter. Yeah, four, five. Uh, four minutes in the probably three minutes in the second quarter. Oh, that's start too the half high. and shut it down. Well, I feel like that's too high. Then shut the half and start the it knee, down. I feel like the the number should be twelve. Now, if I said twelve, what would you say? How about twelve in the hook? Twelve in the hook. You want to do twelve in the hook? Let's do twelve in the hook. I'll go over. You're gonna go over. How about I think you? It's slim. I'm setting it at twelve yeah. in the hook. Twelve and do you say and a hook or is it like a symbol for a hook? <laughs> I, I would I would go I would oh go God. under. <laughs> Hey, gambling at twelve thirty here on Foyer and Gresh. <laughs> I would go. I, I'm going to go under. I, I would go under because there's always a sense of like you know. You never know. Here comes the limp. Uh, I think twelve and a hook. I would. I would go. Uh, uh, see, now you got me thinking about how bad they are. They're not going to play them in the fourth quarter, especially if they got a nice, comfortable lead. Mm-hmm. And Al Horford is playing. Blake Griffin has been playing. But they're also coming off a road trip. Might be a little. Cool. Okay, I'm going to go under. Be I'm going to go under. A little bit ahead of. I'm going you know under. We, we really need a. We really need to just like save ourselves. Think about that Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, so I'm, I, what are you, Lou? What are you? Toughest game coming back from a road trip. By the way, guys, don't completely discount the Orlando Magic. They have won their last four games, bringing them up to nine and twenty. They're on a little bit of a heater right now. Okay, so hold on. Mm-hmm. Can we just can I, can I write this down? Are you under or over? Now I'm talking twelve and a hook. Under. Twelve and a hook. What do you got? I think we need to drop it even lower. No, no. I've already said it. It's at twelve and a hook. You just like saying and a hook because <laughs> yeah, you think like it makes you sound like you know. Hey, what you're hey, 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 uh, loser gets McDonald's. What happens if he doesn't? What if it happens if he doesn't play at all? Our last is our <laughs> is last meal. Other? Is our last meal together going to be McDonald's? Uh, Don Pepe's. It's fitting. Yeah. Don Pepe's. Yeah, we've been doing. We did that with Tyler. Yeah, I like that pizza though. No, yeah. pizza's fabulous. Maybe they can just sponsor the going away party. That in a thirty pack. I'm telling you, I don't know how you drink that much beer. No, I don't know why they're bringing him back, to be honest. I would like for them to wait until after Christmas to bring him back. But yeah, yeah, that's I, just yeah. my two cents. I don't like, I feel, understand yeah. gradually, you know, getting him back out there and you got a bad team that you're seeing two nights this weekend. But it's just like, he's so, he's so delicate. <laughs> he's such a delicate player. He's a flower. <laughs> I agree with you. It's like, it's hard to sit there and say they're rushing him. Because, yeah. because we're not trainers. We're not working him out. We don't know what he's going through. We're not what, knowing what he's really able to do. And they'd be like, dude, relax. You should see what this but guy's doing on the side. He's ready fine. to go. Your yeah. team is fine. But Can think you about just it. Just wait until January and then work him out a little bit. Get him in a few games and then see what you need to I, do with the trade. Twelve yeah. and a half minutes. If that, if you're going over, I, I, you know, I went under. But twelve and a half minutes. Think about that. He'll walk on the treadmill for 12 and a half minutes as a warm-up. Yeah. Like, he'll run up and down the court, like, for, uh, you know, post-practice training as I, a... And that'll that'll be longer than 12 minutes. I almost feel, because the idea here is to have him ready for what? The end of June? Like, early, mid-June, right? We're talking NBA Finals. That's when we need... That's when you need Rob Williams. So, 
you start him now, I just look at it as, I think I look at it as, do I really think he's going to be healthy for six months? Well, Seven I mean, months? you need him against potentially Milwaukee. And In the postseason. Probably, yeah, but you're talking, you went straight to the finals. But I'm just saying, like, I want Rob Williams healthy in the Eastern Conference Finals. I mm-hmm. want Rob Williams healthy in the second round. I want him healthy in the whole playoffs. Right. But the point is, is I want him to be able to play up till June 20th. You, know, you don't in want that him range. with another soft tissue injury in the middle of the playoffs. How about this? Uh, over-unders. One setback? Like, what are we doing? Like, oh, over-under. Oh, over, 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 definitely. But, but, so here you go. <laughs> so over, definitely. He, he plays for like 2.5 two, setbacks. Yeah. He plays for like three weeks. Yeah. And they're like. Two and a hook. Well, with some swelling. We're sitting him discomfort. down. He's going to miss a Load month. management. I don't know. It just I don't know. It seems soon. When they shut him down in March, the last couple games of the regular season, he missed the first two games of the Brooklyn series. His first game back, he played 15 minutes, 34 seconds. But that's after having like a foundation of the season, mm-hmm. um, right? But I, he, it's I, a playoff game. I, I personally doubt he was 100% healthy while the playoffs were going on. Uh, no, he wasn't. No, no he, chance. Did, he was hobbling. He was hobbling in the playoffs. That's but every, I doubt but, it. But I'm just saying he had like camp and he had the regular season and he was playing, so he had this foundation of... I missed some time. I can come back and give you 15 minutes. Now, there's been no camp. He's been rehabbing. He's been working out. I could 10 to 15 minutes tops. Can't go over 15 minutes. No chance. Yeah, the other side of it, which we heard about last week when they were doing the wink, wink, nudge, nudge, we think, you know, he's day to day. We'll see about the Warriors game, was they talked about him being having the conditioning. Mm-hmm. He's a big dude. Big like, dude. I mean, I know, I know he's not like, you know, like a shack body or yeah. anything, but he is a big, and... He might get winded. So, you know, Joe Mazzulla is going to speak to the media. Arcane, what did you say, 545? Yeah, quarter six. Yeah, we will get an update there during last call. So, 545. Hmm. Yeah, something like that. Let's go one more call. Let's Same to, thing, yeah. Let's, Just go to, let's go to Lenny in Provincetown. Lenny, what do you say, pal? Go ahead. You're on the air. I knew Ryan would get hey. it. <laughs> Hey. hey, what's up? I actually just said Lenny from the Cape, so somebody remembers me. I am originally from Provincetown. There you go. Anyway, I'm driving into New York City right now, so I was listening to you guys on hold, Bob. 20-year P1, I want to say 10 to 6. The, the station's never been better in your afternoon show. It's been great. Uh, I love the big O and the transition with Mego. Chemistry's great. Uh, Luke, you know, I, I love you on the Sox, so hearing more of you on that will be, be great as well. I look forward to uh, hearing the new shows uh, with the new lineups. But uh, I don't really get it, and I'm going to miss the lineups as they are, but I just wanted to give my regards, and uh, thank you guys for thank some uh, great entertainment. Thanks, Thanks Lenny. Lenny. We Thank appreciate you. it. Yes, and Mego has transitioned nicely. Thanks. Transition. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> kind of with our pre-show pre- talk. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All right, listen. We got to take a break. When we come back, uh, one local reporter says that you have a top five quarterback. The way he's ah. played the last four weeks. I'll tell you who that is next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.